Hello and welcome to the Living and Loving Food podcast. This is a space for conversation and inner reflection on everything life, and all this from a Christian perspective. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Living and Loving Food podcast. That was a long break we took there. Um, you can call it an extended summer, fall, autumn break. Um, back and ready to tango. So let's get right into it. Um, this season is all about the loving fully in the name of this podcast. Love, love, love. And it's not just love, but doing it fully. And I'm really excited to delve in and learn and be challenged um, and unlearn, right? I was listening to a podcast by Brene Brown interviewing Richard Raw, and he said, you know, the only way to mature is really to unlearn and relearn, you know, certain things. So I'm hoping we'll grow together here. So I invite you to join in as always. Love is amazing. Love is a beautiful thing. And it also requires a lot from us. It's an action word. You recall from our very first episode about a year ago now, um, when I share the hat of this podcast, the name is not random. Living fully means to live and make the best of the life that we have. And then loving fully, we are made with and for love and community. And so to be fulfilled, to be whole, you know, to make the best of this life we have whilst we're here, um, to live your destiny, you need these two, not just living fully. You can live fully and be empty but you also need to love fully and so this love that we are talking about where does it come from um god is love and he made us out of love to have a relationship with us um and in and with love he is still with us and walks with us on this journey of life so i will share some opening thoughts on this loving fully concept loving fully idea which is embedded in life itself. And we'll dig into it, you know, in subsequent episodes. So just to kick off, you know, one of my kiddos <laughs> reminded me more than once over the Christmas season, which is not far behind us, um, that Christmas does not actually end till the epiphany, which will be on the 6th of January, um, 2023. I had to look at that because although I know the epiphany is part of the, you know, Christian calendar, I'm not really, you know, um, very familiar with all the details. So I looked it up and the epiphany is actually the arrival of the wise man who visited baby Jesus not long after he was born, bearing gift. So hopefully you get the agenda for me being reminded that Christmas isn't over. Um, but anyway, I say all of that just to justify my use of Christmas um, and the use of a Christmas reference as part of this conversation. Again, you know, December 25th is way behind us. We are in the first few days of 2023. But coming back to my earlier point about love and its origins, love is an action and also a journey, right? Out of that action, that love, God made us. And in his love, he's still pursuing us. And Christmas just, you know, Again, we've just celebrated that it's behind us. But actually, Jesus dying, right, is an act of love. He loved the world. That's why he gave his only son. So he didn't just love us mushy mushy, but he loved us by showing us, you know, the action um, behind that love and bringing Jesus to, to be born, first of all, for us. And he's still pursuing us, right? He's not giving up on us. Like in our day-to-day -day lives, the Bible says, 
He causes the sun to shine on both the good and the evil. Even when we do the wrong things, we sin. He doesn't just say, yep, that's it. That's the end. Um, he keeps pursuing us and calling us back onto himself. So there's the action, but then there is the ongoing journey um, of this whole love as an action and a journey. And God has set the standard, right, for what this love is, which we should try to, 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 to attain. Um, but we also have to admit that it's a pretty high standard. And so we can only commit to doing our best. So with this foundation of love, let's peel back the layers a little bit in the next few minutes. Um, love as an action and a journey. This journey of love is not all rosy. We all know it, right? Um, the touchy-feely imagery that we are conditioned to default to when we hear the word love is not all about that. It is that, yes, but it is both feel good and unpleasant. We enjoy God's love, which is our reference point, but not so much his discipline. I don't hear too much about how God disciplines us, right? We talk about God's love. We talk about the miracles, but we don't hear a lot about that, but that happens. And the Bible says that God loves, right? And he disciplines those he loves, right? If your parent or whoever is responsible for you or your friend in your life don't give you some tough words when you're doing the wrong thing, then you need to check whether they really love you or not, or they're just trying to make you comfortable. So I guess in a way you could say love is a double-edged sword, right? That has to hold both these positive, good feelings, good vibes, um, good emotions, positive actions alongside alongside discord and sacrifice and difficult choices and difficult conversations right sometimes it's a bit like parenting because you gotta protect your kid you gotta provide for them you have to provide um security assurance right and i tell mine i love you so much no matter what you do even if you do the worst thing in the world come home right come back home because I love you and I'll do my best for you and I will also discipline you so if you do do the wrong thing I will scold you because I love you and I want you to turn out right okay and and it's uncomfortable right in the beginning I was like oh my god you want your kids to see you as this person who's there to protect them or you know is it not a mixed message but no it's not a mixed message it is balance we need both okay and as a parent you gotta keep it together to be tough with the kids, but then to also love them and give them that comfort and then that security, right? So that they learn that there are consequences. You cannot just throw tantrums. You cannot just have whatever you want, whenever you want it without consideration for other people or for consequences, right? So you, hopefully you get the picture. And this scenario, to be honest, that's why the Bible talks about we coming into the kingdom of God as little children, because as we grow older, we think we know. We think, oh, I'm more mature in the faith, so I know how things should work. But the Bible says we need to come as little children. And so this whole concept of love is not different when you are an adult or as a young person when you turn 18. I've had this conversation multiple times. I don't do this. I don't know. I'm like, listen, when you turn 18, you can make your own decisions. Until then, I'm responsible for giving you the right foundation, right? Tough, but that's the way it is. And so, again, when we become 18, we grow, we have our own money, job, homes, whatever it is. You know, even if you are over 50 or over 60 or whatever, you fall into that category. We think, oh, you know, 
I know it all or we think we know what love is and sometimes we pick and choose, right? But it doesn't change what love is. Love is still an action and a journey. And if it's an action, then you got to choose it, right? You got to choose. You got to choose. Choose to love and not just love, but choose to love fully. So if you're only doing the mushy mushy stuff, only when things are going well, then you've chosen just that one. But know that it's only 50% of love. The double-edged hole of love is both easy and tough. So if we want to love fully, we really got to choose the full spectrum. So yeah, loving fully as an action is choosing to love in its fullness. And also loving fully as a journey is to commit to the journey and trying and riding the waves and not thinking, oh, because I did that yesterday, that's it, right? You Even with friends, if you don't keep in touch, you know, for a long time, you lose that connection. That's the journey. There are friends you had some, you know, have 20 plus year friends because we've kept in, in touch on that journey. So I have 20 plus year friends and we've kept in touch over the course of that journey. I've had some friends who've fallen off, picked up some new ones, but it is a journey just like love. So love as an action, you choose to love in its fullness, both good and bad. And as a journey, you don't give up, right? You don't give up um, in your relationship with God. You don't give up your relationship with other human beings. And I will end with the verse that we use in our last episode, which says that we should love our neighbors as ourselves. It means loving yourself. So the question is, are you choosing to love yourself? Have you chosen actually? To love yourself. Because that's the way you're going to love other people. Or based on where you are within that space of loving yourself. That's how you're going to love other people. Either directly or indirectly. So are you loving yourself fully? Being kind to yourself. (laughs) Pumping yourself. Right? Taking good care of yourself. Not ignoring your needs. And also being tough with yourself. Telling yourself the truth. When you are going the wrong way, admitting, self-awareness, all those are elements of love. So are you loving yourself fully? Fully. I think the word there is fully that I want to emphasize today. And equally, not giving up on yourself. Because if you are loving yourself and it's a journey, you don't give up on yourself. His plans for us are for prosperity and not for harm to give us a hope and a future. That's the journey. So don't give up on yourself. But show yourself grace and also show yourself the toughness. Talk, you know, give yourself a tough talk when you need it. But it's a daily decision. And it is from that place that then you love other people. You know, other kinds of love. Love can be toxic in terms of toxic relationships and all that stuff. But all of that stems from the love you have for yourself. Because the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Whatever you project has a connection to something inside of you. And so even as we are talking about loving fully as the year is starting, lot of goals, lot of excitement. Um, and even if you don't have that excitement, I want to encourage you that it is a journey. Life is a journey. And life without love is empty. Um, and so because it's a journey, don't give up. Keep pressing on, but choose. And choose the full thing. Don't choose just a good part. Tell yourself you're going to choose the full thing. And so I pray and hope that you make the decision to love fully. 
with yourself and those around you. Because without love, the Bible says that we are clanging symbols, which means you are loud and flamboyant on the outside, but really empty and unfulfilled on the inside. It's called living dead. We'll talk about that another time. Being the living dead, you are alive, but you are dead inside. We don't want that. We want to live fully. We want to laugh fully. And so as we kick off the year, I wish you a very, very blessed 2023. And because God loves us, it means it's not all going to be mushy, mushy, positive, you know, that 50%, but it's going to be full. There's going to be tough times. But remember, it's a journey. And because he loves us, he's with us. He's not giving up on us. And we can count on him. Have a blessed one. Take care. Hope you've been blessed by our conversation today and also encouraged to create space for reflection on the subject for yourself and also for your tribe, whatever that looks like. Remember, you're made to live and laugh fully, and you cannot do that without facing the realities of life. 